walking down the street with my sack of tricks. No one ever guessed it's my bag of dicks. It's the podcast. Yeah, it's the podcast. I said I'm walking down the street with my sack of tricks. No one ever guessed it's my bag of dicks. It's the podcast. Motherfucking podcast. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today is Wednesday, December 15th, 2021. This is episode 25 with Andre Moon and special guest Gavert C. I'm your host, Finn. You find these shows on terraspaces.org under the podcast section. There's a bunch of other shows, programs. Come check them out. Shows all week. Uh, Andre, welcome to the show. How's it going, man? Good about you. Not too bad. Not too bad. The Andre Moon that I always see every time I go to Talis as uh, one of the one of the artists there. Now I have both of them. Uh, that's super dope. Gavert was the other one I would constantly see his work and be like, ah, next time I need to like check out some of that shit. Thanks for having me, man. So you've got a new collection coming out. Did it drop yet, or it's about to? No, no, just dropped today. Yeah, uh, nice. minted earlier, and uh, yeah, drop them, drop them today. So they're up on Talis right now. You look at these. And when you're doing these, you're you're minting them kind of like uh, just regular art pieces, and then people can go and purchase them. It's not like a blind mint or anything like that. No, no, it's all all one of ones. You know, individual pieces, generally like smaller collections. So the first collection was three pieces. This collection's twelve pieces. So uh, yeah, just just one of ones. Nice. Do oh, you have the one? What's up? Sorry. I'm looking at them now. These are actually the ones that uh, you gave me a little preview of. They're uh, they're really fucking sick. They're like a neon with historical figures in black and white over the neon colors and everything with quotes with them. They're pretty nice. There's one with Doquan on, and I think that's going to do pretty well. Yeah, I think that's the that was the first one I saw was the one with Doquan <laughs> on it. I think that was like the sneak peek we got a, a couple days ago. Uh, yeah, yeah. I thought if a, the collection's called Notorious, though, you can't have a collection without Doquan in there, can you? For real. When you're making these collections, do you have in mind, like, how many pieces they're going to be? Or do you just kind of start going and then however many they end up is, is what it is? Or, like, do you actually try and kind of figure all that out beforehand? No, the first, the first collection with the whales, that was uh, some stuff that I did during the first lockdown. and way before kind of getting into crypto and getting into talis so they were just uh they were just pieces from before so that was like the first little collection that i launched um and then i kind of hung back a little bit i didn't really talis was in kind of a funny space nfts were going crazy so i thought i'd just wait until uh this this latest collection um and then i felt the time was right to do you know, something a bit different so yeah kind of went for this pop art neon uh kind of style uh, I like a lot of the colors that Gavert uses, so um, yeah, picked up on some of that and tried to use it on this collection. Yeah, his stuff is super bright, very like eye-catching when you're scrolling the page. Oh, not quite as eye-catching as the neon green fucking UI designs that Talis uses, but still <laughs> fairly eye-catching. Yeah, yeah, he's got some crazy, crazy work. We were, I was, I was looking back, you know, Gavert and I were talking back probably about a month before. Talis was uh, was even launching, kind of bouncing off each other. You know, we were talking about, you know, kind of showing each other's art and, you know, talking around how we were going to get our stuff out there in the marketplace. So, yeah, it was cool. It was, uh, it 
it's good to uh, bounce something off a, another guy just about to go at the same time as me. And you, Andre, were... honestly helped me get set up with uh, Remy and Talis and everything like that. So without Andre's help, I would probably still be trying to catch up with everybody else. Oh, very cool. Nice. So you found you found Talis first, and then brought all of the the artists in, like some sort of artistic Pied Piper. <laughs> I think it was it was weird, like the, the the kind of the way it all came about, like the whales. I was gonna, I know how much you you hate uh, Ethereum and the gas fees, and how much they piss you off. And I was looking at launching on OpenSea, and uh, I just don't agree with the fact that the the gas fees can cost more than the art. You know, it just doesn't feel right. So I didn't bother launching on on OpenSea, um, and then uh, I saw what was coming with Columbus Five and. You know, made total sense kind of did a bit of digging around looked at nowhere art looked at uh, random earth and i saw talis and just talis just seems like a great fit for independent artists and i think there's a few of us kind of looking for that you know the right platform uh, for independence and, and talis just felt like the one so yeah when gavert and i were chatting it was just yeah so straightforward we, we fell in love with talis when we saw the platform what was your process like before you found nfts and stuff like were you, you were an artist i assume and were you selling your art using something like etsy or just instagram or like what was what was your gig uh before the nft stuff yeah just bits and pieces on etsy but it was more of a kind of a hobby before before the kind of nfts became a thing and then it kind of just accelerated it and it was just uh it was never really intended the artwork wasn't really intended to nfts and it was just a little bit of a hobby but now it just seems like it's a real opportunity and you were selling actual prints before or was it still digital stuff prints cards yeah kind of all sorts of stuff really that's cool i wasn't sure if like etsy had a way to actually sell digital stuff uh, other than you know minting it somewhere as an nft and then i guess selling that as a as an inventory piece on there I, i'm not familiar with etsy that much no, no, to be fair, I've, I've kind of come off that now and just focusing on this. But yeah, you could, I mean, you could buy bits and, you know, like I say, mugs and, and cards and things like that. But I'm not sure about printed pieces. Um, it was just, like I said, it was just a bit of a, a side job, more than anything kind of serious, you know. And now it's more or still just kind of a fun side gig? Oh, the dream. Yeah, the dream is to yeah, quit, quit real life and and get into nfts full time so you know that that's that would be great but for me it's just it's just a bit of fun i really enjoy the community and kind of you know what other artists are doing so for me it's yeah it's a it's a hobby that yeah great to have a few extra luna coming every now and again but you know it's just a it's just a side gig for now for sure i always wonder like what would have happened with uh, i don't know if you guys old enough to remember deviant art uh, back in the day was like the spot to go if you were an artist to like post up your art and then have it ripped off by other people or whatever. But I just like wonder if, if they had this NFT technology back then, if, if they would have been like one of the big leaders in this space instead of like some random, like a, 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 mm. a NFT marketplace. Yeah. Yeah. What other uh, what other collections are you guys looking at? Are there like some some launches that are coming up that you're excited about, or you have some collabs with uh, any other uh, artists and projects coming up? I mean, Gavin and I've talked to, for a little while about um, doing some some sort of collaboration together. You know, I love yeah. his I love his color work. I think that you know we could definitely uh, do 
some cool stuff together. I'd like to see a trippy mushroom whale personally <laughs> with a, with a, arranged. with a quote cool. on it, <laughs> just bring them all in. Yeah. But uh, no, apart from, apart from doing my own sort of stuff, I, I ape into like every project. I'm a sucker for an NFT. I love a JPEG. Um, I remember you were putting the wallet thing up saying how many NFTs have you got up and I actually had to go and search across like two or three wallets. So, yeah, <laughs> We got it bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's embarrassing. I see somebody just posted a picture and I'm like, oh shit, that's like 50 bucks or 200 bucks down the drain straight away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess I'm not eating tonight, boys. The JPEGs are calling. I need to stop taking my profits and plugging them into JPEGs. We should start a validator that people can just stake their profits with and be like, we'll, we'll lock them up for you. Don't worry. <laughs> someone needs to take them off my hands if not they're just going to get spent <laughs> i've run out of luck though recently with my mints i had uh i've minted a couple of terrans uh did you get any yeah i actually i was the one that had the mint button so i didn't realize that it, no. we were supposed to pass it on when we were done so i just like i held on to the mint button the whole time until i got home and then they were like hey uh everyone else would like to mint if you could like give us the mint button back. And so I sent it back to him and, and now it's all good, but yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> I see you got in early. You're one of the chosen ones. Is it? Is that right? I is guess, cool? I guess they, they had me taking notes for uh, some of their contests and shit in notion. So I'd like every day after work when I was still working, I would like come home and like open up the discord and see where I left off and then just start copy pasting notes in there. So I did that for a few weeks and I guess earned my spot. <laughs> no, I didn't get any good ones. I got two fairly average looking ones. I've, I've been real lucky with my mint so far. And then the last couple I've just I've not been so good. Hero was a disaster for me. I saw that for a, a few people were, were, were feeling that way. And it, it's interesting how like some, some of this randomness, like doesn't appear very random at first because like you have, you have some people that could be considered influencers or whatnot always seem to be popping like the dopest shit, you know? And then you have like other people that are just like constantly getting like basically duplicates, but obviously they're not, but they're very, very similar. It's like, man, we got to get a little more chaos into this random number generator or something. You like those influencers get uh, extra whitelist spots or something like that or have like 30 okay. wallets set up. Yeah, I wonder if there is, I mean, there's got to be a way on the blockchain to just be like, I've whitelisted your address, and I've also tied it to these two mints, because those are the dope ones. So like when you when it mints, and it sees your address, it's going to automatically pull from those because a lot of these aren't like true random, I think like, Luna punks is one of the more recent ones that was actually minted on chain using true randomness and like a fair, fair mint scenario, you know, tying the attributes to the actual wallet address so that everyone would be different and rarity would be tied to that. Um, but yeah, everybody else, it's like with the IPFS buckets and stuff, if you go into the address, you can like see all of the mints there just waiting to get minted in, in quotes, you know? Uh, but it is early, and I, I I assume that stuff will get sorted out eventually. I like the different ways of minting, though. It's like you know you've got this you know totally random. You've got the one with 
like the Lunar Punks, like you say, I absolutely love that concept. What a great idea. The guy's a genius. Um, and then you've got the way that, like, uh, Will does it in Lunar Shrooms, where he's kind of semi-random, but he also selects the, the mushrooms based on your personality and stuff. Also genius in, his, in also a different genius. way. <laughs> that guy is, I, really I, like I can't wait to project. chat with him on this show. That dude is, like, on another level. Mate, he does, like, 60, 70-hour stints. What a crazy guy. And, like, the communities built there is just insanely loyal. Like, I, I was joking around with uh, the Bag of Dicks people, and I, I was like, if any if any project, like, ends up pulling, like, a Waco kind of thing, like, goes full cult to FBI, like, blow up, I my money's on those guys. <laughs> and, like, I'm in there. I'm a part of it. I'm part of the Mush Club. I just, they have that rabid feeling out of all of the communities. Like, that'd be where my money's at. <laughs> Then I was shilling, I was shilling that project to my uh, to my pals over in the UK. We were, we were in a little group together, and they thought I was fucking bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> and then they all ate tin, and now they've got like two shrooms each, and they're just yeah, yeah, there all the time. It's always funny yeah, watching the the uh, like people that are making content and videos get pulled in. Finally, it's like ah, I was wondering when you'd show up here. <laughs> Come join us. <laughs> There's so many people in there from so many different like protocols and stuff. Have you spotted them all? This yeah, just, yeah, like, it's who's crazy. Who? Yeah, mad, mad artists and designers and protocol leads and devs and all sorts in there. It'd be cool to see something in like a Where's Waldo kind of style of like a mush club gathering and then trying to pick out all the different protocols and shit. Like you could make it into a game almost. <laughs> For sure. Definitely. Yeah, they're going 3D as well, aren't they? This month he's, he's working on doing some kind of trippy shit with the pictures to make them start moving. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, it's interesting seeing like the 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 path of, of evolution here for the NFTs. It seemed like the whales kind of set the, the precedent for like where to go next as far as like coming up with the the 3d stuff which then enables the augmented reality stuff which then enables like way way more uh metaverse interaction i think like once you get it into that format you can pretty much bring it into whatever metaverse you want and then like drive it around or fly it or you know whatever depending on what it is yeah i mean you're starting to see that aren't you with like lunar balls terabots all talking about like the next stage is the metaverse and yeah i'm just so excited to see how all that works. I'm just intrigued by it. We had an interesting chat with a group called Artsy Apes, uh, and they're doing, uh, like, uh, Stebo is their artist doing, like, hand-painted graffiti arts and stuff, uh, apes and stuff. And uh, one of their team members uh, works at art curation for, like, actual galleries, like physical brick-and-mortar uh, galleries. And I guess, like, she was saying that a lot of these galleries are super excited for this NFT stuff. Uh, for one, it's much easier to deal with an opening when all you're doing is switching screens, you know, like you're, you're just displaying them on, on these screens and stuff. So once you have that set up, like you can just keep swapping the images around cause it's all just digital. Uh, and she was saying that like all, all of these artists and these, these big name collectors and stuff like really have their eye on that. Cause that, that's kind of where this art world movement seems to be going, at least in that subsection, you know? Yeah, I was, um, there was a, there was a uh, radio show on today on BBC 
and they were talking about um, NFT artists. It was only a 30 minute show and it was pretty basic. One of the experts they had on there was um, from Sotheby's Art House. They were like an auctioneers. I don't know if you've heard of them before. They're quite famous in the yeah, UK. Yeah. And uh, so they've now got like an NFT department. So they're actually specialized, famous, famous art auctioneers have actually got an NFT aspect to them now. And that's, you know, it's just amazing to, to think that's where the space is going. Yeah, that's huge. That was, I think if I remember right, wasn't that the auction house that auctioned off one of those crazy ETH NFTs and it went for like millions of dollars or some shit? Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. You got it. Hell yeah. So it makes sense then that they they would see how much hype that was and be like, yeah, we need a department for this now. We're actually going all digital now. (laughs) Yeah, there's there's so much money to be made in it. You know, like I said, a board eight yacht club and... Yeah, the original CryptoPunks, it's just insane money, isn't it? Why would you not want to be a part of that? Yeah, that, that, for me, that's, I kind of, I like have kind of mental limits set in my mind, like where I'm willing to, to put my, my USTs and stuff. And it's definitely, those are definitely like over the line. Like if I could pay my car off and like buy a house or get the JPEG, like I'm definitely going to pay my car off and buy a house. That's just me though. I mean, you do you obviously, but. Yeah, there's no way I'm holding something at that price and not cashing that bad boy in. Yeah, I mean, trust, I'll screenshot it first and I'll hang it in my wall and remember it always. But sorry, I, I got I got bills and shit. <laughs> right, just right click, save that shit. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Borrow against it, collateralize it, farm it, all that shit. <laughs> Spend it on more JPEGs. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. I like but, that. Um, What's up? No, no, go on, go on. I was just going to say, I like that Pylon is starting to do stuff like that where you can actually stake your your JPEGs and shit, like working with Galactic Punks and, and the DAO there and like trying to form something that, that gives you some sort of like positive uh, experience when holding these things that instead of just having them sit there, you know, they can build some sort of worth to them. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be interesting to see how they're, you know, you've got the metaverse side of things. And like you say, then you've got the, the yield side of them, staking them. Yeah, it's going to be real interesting next year. It's just come so, I just feel like it's come come so quickly, so fast over the last you know, couple of months. It's insane. We didn't even have you know, NFTs on Terra two, two months ago. It almost feels like the the DeFi side of it is trying to like automate all this like yield farming and staking and borrowing and collateralizing, like getting it as automated as possible so that it frees everybody up to just dump a bag in and then be able to live off it and do their thing for the, the rest of their lives and, and then be more interactive in the metaverse that everyone's building. So like yeah, first you sure. fund everybody and then you allow, you know, this this space to be created that allows people to just kind of do whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> oh, that'd be, that's the dream. Gabbett's already living that, isn't he? You're now, you're full-time, aren't you, full-time crypto? <laughs> yeah, um, pretty much now that I graduated uh, this week, I'm full-time crypto, NFT, stuff like that. Drawing on uh, $2 bills, is that lucrative, huh? <laughs> I guess, man, shit. <laughs> that's fucking so dope. I'm very what thankful. 
insane. insane Honestly, world. Andre, if I can do it, then you can too, because you, you have a lot more talent and skill than I do. No, no, definitely not. I we just were, color uh, on things. <laughs> don't, yeah, I don't know. He's kind of got that. you there. Those whales are pretty dope. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do that in three months if I tried. And I bet you cranked that out in like a week's time and you were just like, well, this is pretty shit. This is pretty shit. Back to my day job. <laughs> no, that was that was hours and hours. That was probably, I think they were like 10, 10, 12, 14 hours each, something like that. Impressive. So was the whale like a nod to the crypto whales or you were doing whales before you got into crypto? Does it have to do with whales, the country? Where, what, where's the, the inspiration for that? No, it was before. It was before crypto. And it just felt if I was going to launch anything, whales were right, weren't they? It just ties in so well. Um, yeah, so that was, I just felt that that was like good strong art for my first launches. It's weird because it's, it's in a funny space, isn't it? NFT design at the moment, and NFT launches. It just seems like the market's saturated and like, independent artists are a little bit squeezed out and uh, kind of left to the side, not really promoted, where if you, you've got these huge launches these huge projects that are attracting you know five six seven thousand purchases it just kind of detracts from the independent work yeah sorry i just i just got a message we got a, a cfi alert out there uh cfi is going live right now uh i i gotta turn this recorder on uh, just a sec i hear what you're saying andre uh as another independent artist and like I have made some decent sales, but it's nothing in comparison to these these people. And don't get me wrong, they work hard, and I'm not trying to throw shade at any project. But I feel like, as independent artists, we spend a lot more time on our craft rather than building community and hype around our stuff. And then to see these other projects making tens of thousands of dollars within a few hours, and we're just sitting there uh, hoping to make a sale that day. It's just... um you know, hopefully that changes and people start to appreciate the more original stuff. But, you know, I can't say much because I also like to collect the JPEGs, so. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah can't, can't help but, uh, but ape in on them. But yeah, I know what you're saying. It was, I think that's why I was kind of not going to go with the same sort of fine art with the whales the second time round. Yeah. I don't, think, I don't think the market's really there for that because... You know what it's like. You put ten hours or fifteen hours into a piece. You want to be able to, you know, at least claw back some some money per hour. And and one lunar or two lunar is just not going to cut it. Right. And that's and that's fair to say because you know even at, at these levels, um, with Luna being sixty dollars, if you're making two Luna for a piece that you spent twelve hours on, then you're getting like ten dollars an hour, and that's not even minimum wage in most u.s states now and you know that's just it doesn't seem very fair and like obviously if you're an artist you're gonna have to go through those times where it's hard to make sales and where you kind of question whether this is the profession for you but i mean it's just yeah. i don't know all right i'm yeah, back sorry thank you appreciate you guys keep that going yeah. i appreciate the interns and other people shouting out when CFI goes live. I, I try to watch that man. I try to watch that man twenty four seven, and I still miss him. Like he's he's very sneaky, very very sneaky, he's very sneaky man, very sneaky. He sleeps less than you, for real. 
Need to just rig up the dude's house and like have an alarm set that just triggers a robot over here that just hits record. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it is cool to see that this space is allowing at least uh, in some ways artists to to take kind of more control over their own art and and path that they want to take with it rather than kind of like being held by by different companies that only want certain things and will pay you certain monies for those things like this kind of just lets people make whatever the fuck they want if there's a market out there for it then cool there is and if not then you know make something else yeah exactly i think talus is, is like perfect for that I think especially with the the print on demand stuff that's coming too, like where you know our owners can go and and actually get physical art. I know that Gabbert does it on his own website at the moment, but um, Talis will be doing some cool stuff with uh, with actual printed, real-life art. Look at the artist dropping the alpha. That's what I like. That's what I'm, I'm here uh, for. Stepping away from the website pretty much. I mean, I still it's still there. It's still up and everything, but I haven't really uploaded anything to there in a while just because I've been focused on... Uh, the NFT side of things and just drawing my ass off. So is this pump out some art? Is this something yeah. that they're going to? And you can obviously just say if you can't talk about it. But are are they going to like do the printing and the shipping on their end, or is the are they just giving you the option to print it? Like I, I'm curious how that's going to work. I'm pretty I'm sure we can sure. talk about it. It's a uh, it's just on their the homepage of their website with their. Uh, What's it called? Their uh, roadmap. White paper. Yeah, light paper. Yeah. And um, it's it was supposed to be coming quarter two or quarter three, but obviously that got pushed back with the delay of Talus and their uh, candy machine issues. But um, I think that they're just going to be going through like kind of a printful type deal, you know, where like. Um, the Talos will upload the file and then Printful will digitize it and uh, print it out for you and then ship it however they do. But I'm not sure if they do worldwide shipping. And since uh, Talos is based out of France, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm not really sure what they're going to do about that, but I do know that they plan to have it all automated pretty much. Sounds like a perfect thing for decentralization to kind of tackle like you have all of these spots that could act as hubs in their respective countries shipping out stuff not locally but more locally i guess than like everything getting shipped from new york or like la or some shit like that you know right you just get these satellites popped open and and prints set up and like just ready to pump stuff out and then get your task rabbits or whoever you're delegating the actual delivery, <clears throat> the delivery side to get them on it. And yeah. And obviously with the print on demand stuff, I think comes with uh, some of the know your customer rules and you'll have to put in your address and stuff like that. But obviously with all other websites, it'll be kept confidential between you and the, the shipping team pretty much. I don't even know if Talos will be able to see that but it's just something to think about with it since it'll be an automated shipping service. 
Yeah, I bet too. There's some clever like hash hashing ways to kind of yeah. mask that stuff until it gets yeah. to a, a shipping authority or, or something like that. Yeah, there'd have yeah. to be. I mean, it is crypto after all. It was a pretty cool service. I that, I'm not seeing anything like that in any other in any other uh, ecosystem. Uh huh. I think too, it's because, like you guys said, Talus is super hyper focused on the artist, and the other ecosystems kind of just seem to be hyper focused on like making a bunch of money real quick. And uh, I don't see them really rolling out stuff like that for like individual kind of kind of works or smaller groups or artists. Uh, they mm. seem to just kind of be focused on on the big like five thousand or bigger mints and and you know yeah. actual popular projects that have already done stuff. It's hard for like a no name group or artist to get in on on some of that. Yeah, like Talis have had a bit of a bad rap as well. Of have had a, obviously had some UI problems, but team there are amazing. I think you speak to them a bit, don't you, Finn? They're real nice guys. Yeah, and we've we've definitely talked our fair shit as well. And uh, after talking to them and seeing like what their actual vision is, not just seeing like a clunky website that's kind of like buggy and and doesn't work well. Uh, once they get that shit figured out, it's gonna be like game over for the rest of the 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 shops. I think. Um, but yeah, sure. it is, it's hard. Like this shit, it's hard to do. And especially if you don't have, you know, a whole farm full of, of devs, like at the ready, you know, just constantly hammering away at code. Like it's, it's tough to do, but yeah, they've got the vision. And once, once they pull off the code execution, I think it's going to be super nice. Yeah. I, th- I think if it wasn't for the team, you know, obviously all the bugs and all the issues they've had, if you didn't believe in the team, then you'd have probably you know, thought about moving, but the guys there are so good. Remy, Eloy, um, Tom, you know, they're such, such nice guys. Theo, yeah, sorry, Miss Theo. The whole team over there is just focused on making sure that the artists have the uh, the tools and resources that they need in order to succeed. I've seen them basically walk through how to get to the files on your computer and then convert them uh, to the necessary files to upload to Talus just in the Discord and in the Telegram and stuff like that. Like, um, And they're not a team of people who are, you know, public communicators. You know, they're a team of people who know how to code and program and stuff like that. So, like, the fact that they do communicate as much as they do is pretty impressive as well. Yeah, yeah, they deal with a lot in the Discord and the uh, Telegram channels, don't they? Especially questions about when, when snapshot, snapshot, when airdrop. That shit is so funny to me. I love that shit. That's how memes are born. I was I was working on a project in BSC that they made the mistake of doing one of those uh, airdrops through Coin Market Cap. I think it was. It was Coin Gecko or Coin Market Cap. I don't remember, uh, but what that did was caused like an influx of 30,000 or so 
new users into the Telegram and Discords all chasing those airdrops. And I didn't know this at the time, but apparently there's like a whole world out there of people that are just airdrop chasers. Like that's, you know, we have our yeah. NFTs and our D, like they chase airdrops and they do it like rabidly. And we met this community of, uh, of airdrop chasers and it was a fucking nightmare and a mess. And the one good thing out of it was uh, some memes that were made from it. Because, like, the one thing they would all say is good project. Nice project, sir. Great project, sir. So we, they, they made this meme of, like, all these airdropped characters coming in with that on their signs. It just says, nice project, great project. It shit was so fucking funny. <laughs> Uh, I love your memes. The marketing one still cracks me up. Yeah, that shit's so good. I can't take credit for making that shit, but I do collect them and curate them. They say Finn's curated memes, best in the business. Need to mint that. For real. It's like the the uh, NFT marketing starter pack or some shit. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. I, I see you I, posting that on Twitter everywhere. It still cracks me up every time. Yeah, I get so, like, my heart starts racing and shit, and my palms get all sweaty when I see someone that is about to get that meme handed to them. It's so good. I just get excited. Um, I feel like, too, like, at the, the speed of, that all of this stuff runs at, like, as soon as uh, Talus gets all that shit sorted out, like, that shit's going to get memory hold so fast. Nobody's going to remember that like at the beginning in this very small slice of time, there were like these bugs and people got sad. Like it's oh. just going to be fucking smooth sailing. And when new bugs appear, you know, then people will get sad about those and then people will completely fucking forget about them the next day, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Garrett and I were kind of pushing. We were a couple of the first kind of independent artists to, to get in touch with the guys at Talis, and uh, we were both kind of vying to get in there on the first launch date, and it just kept getting pushed back and moved around, and then we finally got a launch date, and we launched, and then I think you were the same, Gav, where we we went through uh, probably a couple of days of stuff being auctioned, and then they had to shut it down midway or midway through the auction, so all of the bids got cancelled. It was just yeah, it was painful at the time, but you know those guys kind of pulled it out of the bag, reset it, and gave us a real good hype around of the relaunch of it. So Nice. I feel like, okay. too, some of that's kind of caused by the community. And I, I get, like, you, you want to be in quick while the hype is still building, but I almost feel like if they would have just kept it under wraps and was, like, established a date like that was way further up, you know, and, and I don't know if that, if it had something to do with the funding that they got or what, that they had to deliver by a certain day, but it just seems to me, and obviously hindsight's always easier to kind of pick these things apart with, but it seems that it would have been best to just pick a date like next year in like April or something that like, all right, we'll do our first, our first mints then. Uh, and then use all that time to actually get everything like completely hammered out without also trying to divide up resources to like handle the communities and all that. Cause that's, that's a lot of time and, 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 you know, people staring at screens to answer questions and shit that could be doing other things. Uh, if, right. if you weren't, you know, I, the, the release dates just seem unrealistic unless there was just something that we're, we're not aware of that they, 
they didn't know until they launched and then it was like oh fuck well now we're we're kind of fucked because we're already launched we can't unlaunch i suppose but yeah i don't know i I try to try to encourage people to have like super realistic expectations almost like more safe than needed and that way when something delivers earlier than that super late date was set people feel a little better about it because like they're not late and they actually delivered it early uh but and it gives them plenty of time to execute yeah for sure i think the thing is like I would have, um, artists would wait till the platform's right. I mean, we all know it's going to be amazing when, when they get it sorted. I just think there's so much impatience in the crypto community, regardless. Like, everything generally l- runs a little bit late in crypto, um, and that's okay. Um, but people always straight away put pressure, don't they? As soon as something's not happening. Yeah, especially with that stuff, because it's like there's not really another choice, at least not for individual artists. So I I feel like they could have done better by not having uh, such a soon release date and and launching in in alpha pre-beta, basically. Yeah, I think I think the thing is now there's I think there's a couple that are not far off launching. I think Luart is one. Um, I don't know much about Andromeda, but I know that that's another NFT space that's coming. And there's, there's probably more coming. So I'd imagine that Talis wanted to be in there early to try and capture that audience. So yeah, they must I have known it, that know. that Nowhere was going to launch their candy machine for smaller things, whatever they're doing now. Like they had to have known that and tried to get in before that happened or something. Yeah. I mean, I um, my first piece actually sold on Nowhere. That was, um, it was weird how it kind of came about. I was, um, the reason I really kind of pressed on with it, I'd, obviously, I think kind of stepping, taking a couple of steps back. Right. I was going to, I was going to um, launch on Ethereum and then didn't bother, and then kind of was just hanging around in the Luna space. And then Luna Bulls were coming, and I saw a, a competition to enter for a, a, a trait competition where you draw up something on the bull, and if it wins, it will get entered into the like the randomizer. And uh, I entered and actually won that competition. Oh um, hell yeah! Yeah. So that was kind of. All of a sudden, like I was kind of seen as doing a bit of work, a bit of art, and then um, there was a bit of a joke in that group about doing avocado quan. They were kept talking about avocados, and even Fizzy, who was doing the designs on the bulls, actually threw in a, an avocado as a trait that appeared on the trailer. And anyway, one one thing led to another, and I ended up doing a like a really rough, like pixelated avocado with um, Do Quan's face on it. That's you and, uh, on on yeah, nowhere. Yeah. The avocado Quan. I saw that yeah. when I was buying dicks when I first yeah. got into <laughs> NFTs, and I was like, "What the fuck is this shit? That's amazing! Hell yeah!" What a yeah, it's just like it's own <laughs> right? <laughs> Only in this timeline. Crazy thing is, honestly, <laughs> it was before any of the kind of big launches. So I thought, I'll yeah, you know, I'll mint it and I'll. I'll donate a, a you know a chunk to um, Angel Protocol, so I banged it onto Nowhere Art, and um, I was driving, and I kept getting these alerts coming through, and uh, I pulled over, and I just watched it kept rising. Like I, think I started at one Luna, and it was like twelve Luna, fifteen Luna, twenty Luna, thirty Luna, thirty-five. It went to forty Luna. The thing sold for forty Luna. That's amazing. Crazy. And this was back when Luna was at like thirty, forty bucks, but still, like yeah. that's fucking epic, man. Yeah, I think it was thirty. I think it was about thirty dollars at the time. But yeah, just for a piece of work that was meant as a bit of a meme, and 
Yeah, the guy the guy was uh, had it as his profile picture on Twitter for ages. I think his name is like Totemon, something like that. Real real nice oh, guy. Okay. Yeah. That's so yeah. good. All of this shit starts out as memes. Intern Capital started out as a meme. Me fucking quitting my day job and recording fucking spaces all day was a meme. <laughs> like all this shit. It's just jokes. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Well, I, I can check you. another thing off my bucket list. When I saw that avocado, I was like, man, I want to interview the dude that, that came up with this. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lifelong dream fulfilled. Making strides today, boys. <laughs> oh, yeah. That did was... did uh, did Nowhere charge you 100 Luna to mint that avocado, Quan, or was this before that? <laughs> that was before that. Oh, okay. <laughs> It was literally a few cents at the time. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, they, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't like the random earth charges that I'm hearing about. Yeah, that's that's crazy. We need to get them on the show and have Gavert like be the moderator and just like have that discussion. Yeah. So I, they didn't even engage with me. I sent them a I sent them a form through and I was thinking about launch and I just didn't get a reply. Well, that makes two of us. <laughs> Yeah, you're you're you've got a launch as well, haven't you? Uh yeah, it's uh it's in uh it's it's coming. It's coming. I I'm trying to find someone else to kind of like take over that part of it cuz now that I'm doing all this recording shit, like I'm not going to be able to give it the time that it needs. So um but yeah, my my homie uh Trash Clan on Instagram is uh he made some bugs and I was like, "Damn, those would be cool NFTs." And so start out as a joke, now we're we're making NFTs. He just finished the art. Um, yeah, uh, the, the idea came from the scientific specimens. He does these like cool kind of old styly, like burned parchment looking scientific specimens of like these bugs he makes up. So, uh, how many are you doing? I think 260 of them. So definitely oh. super small. Man. It's really just to get his art out there and to like give him an idea of how minting NFTs works because he does a lot of other cool art and bugs, Luna bugs. I just thought that like had a cool ring to it. So we just decided to go with the Luna bugs. Trash Clan is another artist I want to collab with. Yeah, yeah. Trash Clan, definitely, if you look up his shit, he makes a lot of cool stuff. Like the bugs are definitely a very, very minute subset of like what he does and shit. It just, I bought two of his prints before he moved because he's a friend of mine in real life here. Uh, and I just, every time I go upstairs, like I look at him, like, man, these bugs are fucking dope. Like we should do some NFT stuff with them. So uh, the idea of the 260 is like a basic bug that's all different colors and different patterns and all that shit. And then after the 260 are minted, there will be a mint of 10, which will be the scientific specimens. And those will be the ones that come with the matching prints, uh, like what I have hanging up here. But yeah. Nice. Pretty cool. It's just been, yeah, like you said, it's, it's just a nightmare finding a fucking place to mint them through. Uh, finally, it looks like we're going through Luart if we don't go with Talus, and only because, like, I've sent Aston a whole bunch of projects that were struggling as well and needed a place to mint. So um, we'll see how Hellcats and, and the rest of the, the projects that are set up on Luart go, and we'll, we'll uh, yeah, we'll get them minted somewhere. Yeah, I spoke to Aston. He's a nice guy. Seems, yeah, seems keen. They're launching. Is it in a few days? Yeah, I think Hellcats is it's this week or next week. I I have so many dates. I'm not very good at keeping track of. But yeah, they're uh yeah, 
they're coming soon. See, that's why on terraspaces.org, if you hit Terra NFTs, I have a little schedule there of the launches. Because I won't remember that shit. Yeah, the 27th for Hellcats, tentatively. Okay, so another week, another week or so. You guys excited for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> I just realized what day it was. Yeah, I don't. My girl does. She's all into that. And then our, our five-year-old, she likes to, to get involved with Christmas. But she knows Santa ain't real. So we got to like keep her away from the other kids because she'll like, let them know that. <laughs> We're like, dude, you can't be telling other kids that shit. Oh, it's so too funny. That now. It's so funny. <laughs> I love Christmas. Yeah, no. My fiance and I really balled out on my nieces and nephews this year. Nice. Thanks to Luna. Nice. Did you use Kado and, and order shit with UST, or did you actually just like go out and buy stuff? I did use Kado. I can't say what I used it for. Yeah, because for sure. My mother-in-law will probably watch this podcast since I'm on it, so I can't take that risk. But um, I know my fiancé won't watch this shit, so I bought her a very Bradley wallet. Um, but um, other than that, I just keep looking at these little toys on there for uh, nice. my little brother-in-law because he's six. So they have like a whole bunch of action figures and cards on there and stuff like that that I kind of want to get them. Hell yeah. Do you guys do Christmas in the UK or you guys do something else? No, no, we do Christmas. No, it's uh, nice. Yeah, proper holiday week off. But, um, yeah, we can't spend any UST over here at the minute. We don't have any of the uh, the same sort of shit that you guys do. So uh, soon, though, that. soon, Kato's gonna make it happen for everybody. I'll be so good. Be so good. Told him I want to be able to make my car payment with UST. So when they're done with the Amazon thing, like they should work on that next. <laughs> Hurry up that shit for Finn. Oh, it'd be so good. <laughs> if I could pay bills with crypto, I'd go and shut my bank account down tomorrow. Yeah, same. Like the sooner that that can all happen, the sooner I can just be like, peace out, y'all. It's been a fun 20 years. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like the $30 that I have in you back, please. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be closing that now, and I will take my winnings elsewhere. <laughs> Did you guys see the Intergalactic Planetary Mint uh, yesterday? No. Oh, man, that shit's no, no, pretty cool. That. I think it's 25 UST. You can mint a planet, and then you use their planet editor, and you can, like, draw on it and shit. It's not really drawing on it. You're, like, forming. Like sandbox. Ra yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, no, I missed that. I missed that. I thought it was um, is it X Y Z or something. The planets are they are they coordinates for something? I've seen. Like, yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of like that. But this is just you're buying a planet, like a blank, basically. So you own right. that that planet in that space, and then with the sandbox, you can make it look like a bunch of different whatever, and then you can save that, and then you can upload your design so that other people can like apply it to their planets and shit so you could have like a whole subsystem of like all these like dick planets or, or mushroom plants or whatever you know uh it's kind of a cool idea i like i like the potential for it they're going to open source it so it'll be really cool to see what other things people do with that tech as far as being able to have like a blank thing or a, i guess a template of something some sort of object and then uh, giving people a way to manipulate it and and design it, I guess, in a way, should be pretty neat. Oh damn it! You're gonna make me ape. 
25 UST and you can only buy one. It's like literally the safest ape ever. I'm definitely going to get one. Yeah, oh, I think just for the whitelist. And then once it opens up, I think in a couple days, you'll be able to buy more. But yeah, right now, whitelist is uh, anyone that was staking, I think, five Luna in a validator, like, got okay. in. <laughs> okay, that's uh, right 25 now. bucks gone. Shit. I'm on my way to so kill right now. go to talus.art and buy some of Andre's art and then buy some of <laughs> Gavert's art so that they can buy more planets. Please. Hell yeah, yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. I need to actually get some time to mess around with the editor. I edited. Uh, I'm think I'm Planet Fifty Three. Let me see. But I, I did a quick edit on it just on my phone, just to see like how well the editor works on the phone. And like, I actually I was pretty pleased with what I what I had. Where is it on Talis? Did you say? Uh, no, you just go to intergalacticplanetary.io. They just did a self, oh, okay. self thing. Uh, Planet 53, yes, that's me. And I found, I already found my planet neighbor in their Discord. Uh, this individual has planet number 55. So there's like the different systems and shit. And some systems have multiple planets orbiting. So I, I got in a system that has somebody else in it. And now I can see their planet. That's pretty sweet. Haunted Angel System is where we at. Yeah, I think that's cool. One of the first mutables doing it that way. I know. I think X Y Z. I don't know if that's considered mutable in that way because you're not really controlling it. I guess you're just hitting the the thing to to go in. I don't know much about it. I've just seen loads of people talking about it in the UK Lunatics group. Seems they're all in on it. The other one I really liked is Dystope AI. I think they have a really interesting idea about feeding shit into an AI and having it spit out art. I think that's kind of neat. <laughs> oh, it's such a cool project. Yeah. It's been super cool. Like, I just, because I interview all these different projects. So he was like, yeah, you should just give me some ideas of like who we should collab with. So I just like sent him over a list and like, it's cool watching their feed. Cause every now and again, I'll see one pop up and I'm like, yeah, that was one I sent. That shit is dope. He pumped, he pumped my, uh, he pumped my Terabot through it. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. 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 It looked cool. It looked really smart. I was, um, I saw it just, so I was reading, uh, Orwell's 1984. So it was like perfect fit for that. Classic. Yeah, yeah, it kind of, kind of resonated. Yeah, I like I like the potential of being able to like zoom in increasingly resolution on the planets to the point where you're at street level view using their mm. AI to kind of generate the the scenes and the scapes. Like, I I think that's really fun. Yeah, just the way that they're doing it is so cool. Yeah, especially if you incorporate that into whatever future metaverse framework comes online and, and you can actually see planets and then be like, I want to go to that planet. And then you can go in and, and the, the higher resolution street view would be, you know, generated on the fly by their AI or, or something like that. I think that's really oh, cool. Wow. Insane. That's what so I'm good. excited for. Yeah. I think you and uh, Gavit were talking, weren't you, about... Um... It just reminded me, thinking back to the podcast that you did, apart from the sunglasses story, which might I say was absolutely... <laughs> so good. <laughs> had me in stitches, man. But he was talking about, like, um, 
you were talking about collabs earlier and there's um, a guy reached out between the podcast and this one about, um, I think, what's it called, Gavit? Is it Dead President Society? Yeah. Yeah, kind of, yeah, picked up on that and we've kind of dived into this group and it's like a little art collective. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah. They do kind NFTs of... on Terror or other spots? I'm not sure, Gavit. I don't know if you know that. I know there's a few devs in there. <clears throat> um, sorry, what was the question I was buying my plant? <laughs> Tell us about dead presidents. Okay, so basically what they are is like um, they kind of want to help artists and other NFTs find their way to the Terra ecosystem as well as bring in traditional artists and uh, traditional finance people into it as well. Um, it's based out of Washington, D.C., and I was talking to some of the guys in there. I think one of them is the owner, and then the other two are just people who are helping them out, And but they could also be co-owners or whatever. But basically, they just have just a whole bunch of plans for artists and stuff like that. I don't really know what their plans are, but they did say that they were planning a whole bunch of stuff, but... um Right now, their plan is they want to do an NFT line uh, featuring like dead U.S. presidents and uh, former European presidents and royalty and stuff like that. So I think that's pretty cool. And then um, I think I'll be working on that as well as Andre might be working on that as well. That's dope. I would like to see some sort of collab by des dead presidents. Uh, utilizing Dead Presidents from the movie Dead Presidents with the soundtrack done by Dead Presidents. I think that could set a good precedent. My friending, are you trying to make Inception happen? <laughs> <laughs> just plant the seeds, baby. That's what I do. I'm just a farmer. <laughs> I got my planet. Oh, shit. Did you? What planet number are you? I'm planet 109 in the Rich Hoddle system. Nice. Hell yeah. Rich Hoddle. <laughs> Hell yeah. That, that's pretty fitting for me considering basically all of my Luna is staked and I, I'm not touching it. That's what's up. Also, shout out to Stevie UST, a fellow dick holder with me in the Bag of Dicks uh, Discord and, and everything. She somehow tripped and fell her way into getting planet 69. Totally, like, by accident or so. She's got an interesting story about that. But, yeah, like, shout out to her for, for re getting Planet 69. I know a lot of eyeballs were on that one, so good job. That's amazing. That's a hodl. That, for real. I can't wait to see what she does with it. I also noticed the Bag of Dicks artist uh, already at it making her planet into a dick, which is pretty fucking dope. <laughs> oh, man. I love this shit. That's so good. I love all the collabs that go on. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, uh, let's see. Talus.art, you got collections up there with some active artwork people can go check out. Do you have anything? I know you just launched something today, but we want more, obviously. Do you have anything else in the pipeline that you're looking forward to launching? Uh, yeah, we're probably going to do some more kind of fine artwork next year. I think when the market kind of matures a little bit. Um, but then in between, in between that, um, kind of working with a guy, a bit of alpha on, uh, you may have seen it on Twitter, Lunafest. Mm -mm. 
Mm-mm. Okay. So, you know, Ryan, you know, Trev and the guys over there from TFI. Um, we've been chatting with those guys and we're... we're um, Lunafest kind of UK? Lunafest UK, you got it. Okay, dope. Following. Um, we're looking at her. Uh, 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 there's a group of us. Um, I'm kind of helping a guy out whose idea it was. Put on a, a crypto-backed um, kind of music festival in the UK and hopefully roll it out. So two, 3,000 people, five-star stately home. Shit, yeah. Kind of crypto speakers and whatnot so that's you, that's kind of if you need a rapper background. and a drum and bass dj you let me know i rap and my brother's a dj so <laughs> we'll come play your <laughs> you're <show>. in <laughs> headline so dope <laughs> oh, don't put that pressure on me i just want to come hang out <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah man i think it's it's about time that we start seeing some of this stuff. I know it's hard to do like outdoor things cause of like COVID and all that kind of shit. But like for so many decades, we've had all of these cool kind of music fests and shit, but they're all like kind of run by like corporate entities and shit, even though they want to act like the, the festival's all about like love and drugs and all that shit. Like it's all about money. Uh, it would be really cool to have some sort of, crypto backed blockchain tech backed uh festival like that that the nfts are the tickets and the money goes to the fucking artists and the musicians not like nike or something like that you know and i mean if nike wants a tent then cool we could sell them a booth but you know i don't want i don't want them being the ones putting it on no no i think that that's the whole thing it needs we want to pay artists in ust we want to you know all the traders that are there selling the merch all be able to do in ust um, obviously, we'll have to off-ramp some to fear because I think your know, stage builders and people like that and the events place itself probably won't take crypto. Um, oh, but what we'll if they at... did? <laughs> oh, how good would that be? Oh, that'd be so amazing. You just start a company that just does that shit. That's the dream, isn't it? How far away is it? Five years max. We hope. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to hold the festival next year, but just with COVID and think the kind of the sentiment around the market at the minute was going to be tough so um they were looking at uh 2023 um, i feel like though that's bit, that's almost like the best time to have a festival like that like when the market's red and shit's like down people are depressed like go the fuck outside and come like hang out at this party for a few days and forget about all that shit like don't watch the charts for for a minute Obviously, everyone riding that TVL borrow line won't be able to enjoy their time unless they pay their debt down a little bit. But for the rest of us, we can go out and enjoy ourselves and not worry about, you know, staring at the charts. And you see that with dating with T5 Alpha and the, the Miami event recently, everyone kind of letting the hair down. It's good. It's good to see. Yeah, it's important. You, it's really easy with how fast this shit rolls to get burned out and... Like we don't have a whole slew of devs just on deck ready to replace burned out devs. Like we need to keep our people healthy and and happy and and working on on a on a good timeline. Yeah, it's not a twenty. It's a you know it's a twenty four seven, isn't it? This like you say, you're catching no sleep and waking up to crazy Twitter spaces at different hours. It's um. I bet you didn't quit your 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 job for this. Yeah, for out. real. It's exactly that meme that like you quit a ten hour a day job to work twenty four hours a day. Like it is, but again, it goes with the whole like if you enjoy what you're doing, it's not not that bad. So yeah, 
Yeah. I've done worse enough. shit for less money, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we won't go there. <laughs> we'll save that for an in-person space. Hey man, $20 is $20. That's sir, I know, see, he knows. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, guys, well, I appreciate you coming on the show, definitely. If you guys have, like, any other artists or people, like, you want to come and talk to on the show, like, definitely just come bring them on. I'll kick back and hit record what? and, like, let you interview them and shit. Just I'd like awful. to see Woof of Luna on here. Oh, already done. Favorite. Already happening. Nice. There you go. Terrain's, <laughs> terrain's crawler. Just like trick you guys into doing my job for me. No, just come on and you can interview them. I'll even let you press record. We'll set up VNC. You can teleport right to my computer and do it. Intern, intern. Right? That's an interesting idea. If you just set up like a little virtual server and just rent people out time, like an hour five bucks five usts for an hour you just like connect to it on vnc and do your little show and then hell yeah i have to think about so that. you brought in the ust per hour i was gonna say i think there's something in the u.s constitution that's against that oh yeah not per hour no lump lump sums we pay in pictures jpegs jpegs only <laughs> hell yeah JPEGs and buttered bread we'll definitely check out these fine artists art and help them butter their bread over there on talus.art. I'll put links to uh, both of y'all's galleries, of course, in the show notes over on our site, terraspaces.org. So definitely check that out. Tons of spaces happening. If you miss any of them, be sure to check out the ether. Uh, you can find, find all that stuff there on the site. And uh, yeah, we've got more shows coming uh, this week and, and just stay tuned. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn, it's Gavert, Andre Moon, thank you, and we'll chat with y'all later. Like a basement dweller Stepped out the door and heard racist yelling 2020, what an ugly shit show Staring at the fucking Rick Roll from the get-go Looking outside, the whole state's on fire The fuck do you expect when you embrace the liars And replace the writers with AI just like us Emaciated models killing bright birds First in, last out, picture me rolling The worst time to cash out, so what you holding? The Merc's gonna cash cow, country stolen Drooling over chicken like the goose is golden, trying to be soulful, spitting that molten lava from the bottom of the caldera. I'm hot and gonna put it in a bottle and offer it to the god who hit the gas full throttle, blasting off in a rocket. The many people who will, will see things happen to them that are in their favor, so someone's looking over me. That's a, that's a fascinating phenomenon when that happens. And analyze those situations, what you find is, is that we as humans simply have a profound inability to understand statistics and probability. Stitching these writings, living that life like, who would have guessed you turn out this nice, right? Avoiding stress, that's the motherfucking secret. Print that shit on a motherfucking leaflet. I'm just an asshole hooked on the bricks. Looking at the rectangles, damn, they kinda thick. We've gone through a whole lot of kings here. Cutting off.
off heads just to bring cheer. Getting all fired up, Tiger King, line them up when you give an arm and a leg just to try the junk. On some first time buyer's luck, Alexa, set a reminder and remind me to buy a bunch. And put your hands up if you fuck this year. And keep them in the air if you're picking up the spare. And put your mask on just to go outside. Looking at the planet about to downsize. So climate change will not make Earth Basically, every other coastal city that we've spent thousands of years building uh, in the, since the dawn of civilization.